Good afternoon. This is Justin Mitchell, Managing Editor at WFMJ, and I'm here with today's edition of the 21 News Podcast. Last week, record numbers of people across Ohio and around the country filed for unemployment as businesses and industries largely shut down to try to slow the spread of the coronavirus. With me is Bert Seen, Director of Workforce Development uh, for Mahoning and Columbiana Counties. Bert, thanks for being with us. Thank you. So last week across Ohio, 180,000 Ohioans filing for unemployment, which is obviously dramatically higher than in any recent history. What's your take on how hard this is hitting workers in the Mahoning Valley? Well, obviously it's hitting them very hard. Uh, this is a sudden situation that's, uh, that's putting a lot of people out of work, and there's a lot of, uh, there's a lot of obviously, concern as to what we're uh, what they're facing out there right now. And, uh, you know, the federal government obviously is putting together some packages to help them, but that's not going to happen like uh, today. So, uh, yeah, it's, 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 very, uh, it's a very unique situation. We've never faced anything like this before. Do you have any local numbers as to how many of those 180,000 are, are in our area? Yeah, I have some numbers. Uh, this is for uh, local initial unemployment claims. And this is week ending. Uh, just just to give you a, just a snapshot of Mahoning County, uh, the week ending 314, March 14th, we had 192 claims in Mahoning County and 65 in Columbiana County. Uh, week ending 321, uh, we had a total of 4,560 claims in Mahoning and 1,533 in Columbiana. So that's only going to extend you know, uh, accelerate from there. Now, one thing that we keep hearing um, is every day in the governor's briefings, the, somebody ends up asking about, and we take calls in our newsroom every day from workers who are trying to file, and they're having a hard time because there's such traffic on the state's website. Um, their, their big concern is that there's a deadline each week for how you can file before you're going to lose a week's pay. What can they do? If they can't get through to this website, well, what I would what I would suggest is they need to be patient at this point. I think I think the saving grace in this right now is that all the claims are going to be retroactive to their filing date, as far as when they were dislocated from their job. So they're not going to lose any benefits. Uh, it will be retro back to that date. Now keep in mind, you know, the, the state of Ohio is handling a massive amount of applications and phone calls. In fact, the lieutenant governor today said in the, in the press briefing that uh, the unemployment compensation department has processed twice as many claims in the last two weeks as they've done in the last two years. So you can see the volume of that. So we not only get, only got issues with with people that are that are processing the claims, but then we've had system system issues in the state of Ohio also. Um, I can tell you what the state is doing. Uh, they've added almost uh, over 150 people just to add to help process these claims. Now, keep in mind, all of these individuals have to be trained in claim processing. It's not an easy system. So, but they are they are putting more people on that uh, to handle that, and they're urging all all people to file online if possible. Um, that that will will help them process the claims quicker. Uh, that, that website is unemployment.ohio.gov. 
So, again, it, it's a patience thing at this point, but the retroactivity, I think, is a uh, is a saving grace in this for the people. I, I think that's huge because I, I know the people that I hear um, who call the newsroom and they have a lot of concern. So you're saying they, they're not going to lose a week's pay. They might have to wait longer for it, and obviously that's – that's a tough. Uh, that's a tough pill to swallow. But they're not going to lose that week. They'll get caught up. Yeah, that's somehow. my. That's my understanding from from listening to the lieutenant governor. And you know, we locally don't handle uh, the processing of claims. That's done at the state level. It always has been. Uh, but my understanding is going to be retro back. And so, again, uh, it, it's very frustrating. Uh, I I wish I had a magic pill to say they can do this and it will. Uh, you know, it will solve their issue. I do have a couple tips for them, though, uh, that I learned uh, from some of the people that are processing these claims. First of all, I gave the uh, unemployment website, uh, but for those that uh, don't have Internet access or, or who have case-specific questions for their current case, there's a phone line out there. It's one 644 6562 and they've actually extended hours uh, that, that they're handling uh, the, the phone system. They're available 7 a.m. to 7 p.m. on weekdays and 9 a.m. to 1 p.m. on Saturdays. Uh, I also learned that the busiest times that people try to file or that the, that the system is really seeing a, a high level is Mondays and Tuesdays from 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. So I would suggest maybe try, trying in the evenings. There might be some off time uh, when they can uh, maybe get through a little easier. But the big key is to definitely keep trying on the website, even if you know, even if you think that the deadline is passed. Keep trying. They're they're adding staff as they go. I know. I know. John Husted said today, just like we're trying to ramp up hospital capacity before the surge happens, the unemployment surge is here now. So they're trying to ramp up capacity while they deal with it. So exactly. Yeah, exactly. Nobody anticipated this, obviously, and so we're we're kind of they're, they're ramping up as as we go through this crisis at the same time. Is there any other kind of help available locally to them? I mean, there's obviously there's no a lot of offices are closed. Is the is the best thing really just to keep coming back to the website? Well, you need to you need to file your claims through either the uh, the phone line that I gave or or the website. However. We do have people locally at both our, our one-stop Ohio job centers in Mahoney County and Columbiana County, and they are available to take calls, and they can offer assistance to navigate the system. We, we, we do not answer any claim-specific questions, nor can we process claims, but we can help them with potentially pin resets, things of that nature that we can at least navigate them through, and I have the two numbers if you'd like those. I, yeah, Absolutely. Uh, Mahoney County is 330-965-1787, extension 0. And in Columbiana County, it's 330-420-9675, extension 0. But I want people to understand that we locally, the local staff here, uh, we cannot actually file the claims for them. And we cannot answer any claim-specific, you know, provide any claim specific information but we can help them navigate we can help them you know again with resets uh where we can help we'd be more than happy to and we those phone lines are manned um uh at least eight to five monday through friday now bert you've been in the 
been dealing with the Mahoning Valley's workforce for a long time now. Have you ever seen anything like this? No. Uh, you know, obviously, you know, personally, I go back to the steel days when steel collapsed. And obviously, we were inundated with nothing but issues back in those days. Um, we did see, uh, obviously, and I think it was 2008 with the economic collapse. And then we had the stimulus funding coming from the federal government. We saw a lot of unemployment at that time. Uh, but this happened so quickly, so fast, and is, is so dynamic that I've never seen anything like this. And, and obviously, people are dealing with two two issues that are really really major issues. I mean, one being health. That's 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 the major issue. And then you've got an economic side of that. So it, it's really a double double whammy, so to speak, that people are getting hit with at this time. And, and I just hope, you know, as we get through this, there's plans already out there for how we're going to rebound economically with workforce development. And so we've been in conversation with the state and the governor's office as we move forward. Well, I'm, I'm glad you said that because that was the next thing I wanted to get into is that, you know, the last the last podcast we did last week, we talked to an economist from Case Western who talked about how when things like this happen, the economy has a way of shifting to new sectors to sort of meet new demands. Is the Mahoning Valley situated to capitalize on that? And, and what do you see the opportunities on the other end of this being? I mean, are you optimistic in any way? Well, I try to be optimistic on, on something like this. I think that what we're going to see, and this is just my speculation of this, nobody knows how it's going to turn out, but many of the individuals that are that are suffering the unemployment at this point are going to go back to work. Companies are going to start back up, restaurants will start back up. So you're going to, you're going to have a lot of people going back to work, uh, and hopefully this stimulus package that's coming down from the federal government is going to help buffer that, that time frame. I, I don't really know what, how we'll be transforming into a different type of economy on this. Obviously, we have some great things going on with the Youngstown Business Incubator, America Makes. There's a lot of technology out there. But I don't really know at this point. I don't see a, a major shift at this point. Um, but, again, I think a lot of people will be going back to work, and, but we're going to have to be able to handle those that were left behind. And so that's what we're trying to gear up to do. Well, for instance, one thing that he had mentioned was, um, and I've, I think I've heard the governor allude to this also, that we can never let ourselves be in the position where we're so reliant on other countries for things like personal protective equipment or ventilators and things like that. I mean, do you see any sort of a shift to almost an old-school manufacturing when that stuff starts getting made more in America as a result of this? Is there a wake-up call there? Oh, there's, uh, I think there's a major wake-up call. Uh, again, I'll go back. I, I guess I'm showing my age. Uh, I, I came out of the steel industry collapse, uh, and when the steel industry was going down, you know, obviously we had talked about foreign competition. We had talked about imports. We had talked about not making steel for national security, things of that nature. But when you look at that, that was one sector of the economy. This happened in other sectors, too, lately just auto in our area. But this particular crisis is hitting everyone, and it's health. When you see that, I think this is a wake-up call for this country to say, we need to make things back in this country. We can't be dependent on other, on other countries or entities for our self-sufficiency. So in that sense, is there 
potentially uh, something on the horizon for the Mahoning Valley that you would see, you know, when we make that shift? Well, I would hope we would see much more manufacturing, uh, either existing manufacturing being enhanced and maybe different product lines, and then new companies starting out. I think uh, our I think our healthcare system is going to be dynamic. I think they're going to learn some things from this uh, this situation. But I'd like to see manufacturing robust manufacturing back in this country, and that could involve the the, the uh, high tech manufacturing, the additive manufacturing that's going on with things like the Youngstown Business Incubator. So. So now you are you guys also offer things like job training and job retraining. Um, are, are you guys positioned to offer whatever it may take if there is that sort of a shift for people to get into those sorts of jobs to help situate the valley that way? Yeah, yes, we're very we're very dynamic. Uh, obviously, we would have to work with our um, eligible training provider list that the state has, and then there would have to be curriculum built with our training providers, whether that be our career and tech centers, our four-year universities, Eastern Gateway Community College. But, yes, we're, we're more than uh, able to be flexible enough to react to that. And that's one thing about the workforce system. Uh, it is a very flexible and dynamic system, and we're always re- ready to change uh, our strategic uh, moves in order to meet the demand. Well, Bert, I thank you very much for your time. Is there anything else that you would like to add about the situation for those out there who are really looking for help right now? All I, all I could say, again, I wish I had a magic pill to, to just say, if you do this, everything will be fine. I don't. And I would just say, be patient. We're, walking, we're working through a major crisis right now, but I think that the patience will pay off and uh, the claims will be processed. And so uh, I would just ask everybody just to uh, try to look optimistic, look at this thing optimistically, and we'll get through it. All right, Bert. Thank you very much. Thank you. Thanks.